Tonight on SmackDown Live After Buzz TV After Show is the last SmackDown before Survivor Series for brand supremacy. I wonder if Raw or NXT will show up. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, What is up, everybody? We are live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Like and subscribe and tell your friends and your foes about the world of AfterBuzz TV as we break down Friday Night Smackdown. What's up, everybody? I am Josh Tariff. Whole gang is with me here this week. She is back. She's back from conquering the world because that's what she, she just travels and conquers the world. It's Gabby Loren. Hey, guys. I am back, but I'm still not done conquering the world. It's not hasn't been completely conquered yet. No, I'm still conquering it every day. Oh, it's a it's a it's a process of conquering. Exactly, it's an ongoing thing. Got it. Well, it's, I'm glad that you're back. Hi guys, so glad to be back. <laughs> and then over in the corner because he knows what he did. Yep, I'm just conquering diapers every day, <laughs> never ending as well. Actually, I did want to ask you about yes. you know dad life. Yes. How is that going for you? Because I just saw my good friend who had a baby, mm-hmm. and it seems very stressful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like your whole life is changing, and you have two. And the she stress was like, is real. She yeah. asked me how you were doing with uh, two kids, because obviously it's hard just I having mean, one. I mean, thank the Lord that we have help. My mom was here for a month. She just left uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my fiance's uh, mom and her boyfriend have been staying with us, so it's like, it takes a village. Aren't they about three months old now? Yeah, they just turned I, three months. They're almost going to be four months. I can't believe they're already like four months weeks. old. I know. They're really starting to smile. Um, and it's crazy. It's a crazy. <laughs> it's crazy when you talk, like, say something to them, and they, like, really react to you right wow. away. Do they cry yeah. at the same time? Uh, oh, yeah, sometimes. It depends. Most of the time, it's when I'm alone with them, they're like, oh, let's have a mental breakdown. Let's just both cry <laughs> And you're like, come on, guys. I it's want to okay. see Daddy rage like he does on Afterbus. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, but it's going well. It's going well. It's Good. awesome. It's it's crazy just to see them getting bigger and see their personalities come out. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of all different personalities come out, the last SmackDown... I don't know how I did that. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. The last SmackDown before Survivor Series, we had all personalities from SmackDown, from Raw, from NXT, and... NXT if, UK. NXT UK, <laughs> yeah. And if you wanted a, a good... Go home show before a pay per view where it's brand versus brand versus brand. I think overall they did a really good job with SmackDown this week on it. Yeah, I thought it was a, it was a really good SmackDown leading into the pay per view. Yes, um, I you know someone was in tweeting us about the commercial breaks, which I thought were really badly timed. <laughs> There were a couple awkward timings of commercial breaks during it. Yeah. And we'll probably get into Mm. one or two of them. Which I think really, that hurt the flow of the show. For sure. Yeah. Um, But overall, I thought it was good. It was definitely leading to, you know, the weekend and what was to come. Hmm. Well, (laughs) maybe we should just get into the show then. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, right. We start off with the SmackDown roster in the back. All huddling them up. Ready, ready for their battle cry from their leader, mm. and Baron Corbin thinks he's that leader. And but he is, isn't he? <laughs> well, other than Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, no one else seems to be listening to him. 
And then uh, Roman Reigns pops up on this little platform mm. and says, we ain't going to act like cowards like, like Corbin is. And he goes ahead and they push the gate button to just lift the gate. It's like, they're welcome to come in because we're going to fight them. Mm. Like the door being open or not, or the gate, I should yeah. say, would have stopped them from coming in or helped them come in. <laughs> you they were going to come in regardless. I think they would still have performer passes regardless. Yeah, yeah they were already inside the building, <laughs> yeah. whether you open the gate or not. Like, even if it was shut, and like, knock, mm. uh, hello, um, ID? <laughs> oh, yes, you're on the WWE roster. <laughs> yes. Come on in. There are doors. <laughs> I liked it, though. Yeah, no, it was like, it was a fun, it was a different intro. Yeah. And and Sasha then also comes up and says, no, the boss doesn't wait for anyone. We're just coming down to the ring now mm-hmm. and leads the women's team to the ring to get the show started. Yeah, like I thought it was a good speech by Roman to, you know, get the troops ready for battle. Yeah. And I and it, it, felt, it felt like you were watching, like, a Game of Thrones kind of thing of, like, you know, hey, we don't care. We're gonna, we have to fight these people. We're just going to let them in and we're going to, you know... Beat them up. We're not. We're not afraid of them. And then you got Corbin being, you know, a Corbin. little bitch. And <laughs> wow. Ooh. Wow. Wow. You're, you're right. When 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 the kids start crying, he just gets this anger and needs to. And this is this is way to let it out. Yeah. He was fired up before he got here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so so Team Sasha comes to the ring. Uh, Sasha now has a new remix of her entrance theme, which mm. sounds like it's done by her uncle Snoop Dogg. It is. And I do not like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. I do. I, I love Bailey's new music. I don't like Sasha's. I, I'm the complete opposite. I, I hate Bailey's music. It's so generic and boring. Ah. Uh. <laughs> right? I mean, maybe I have to listen to it more. I mean, I mean, it, the, the theme could be used for a lot of different people. It's not like a Bailey theme, so I get what you're saying with that. Mm. But I, I just think it's a good wrestler's theme. Yeah, I'm just glad mm. Bailey's not doing her old shtick. No more hugging. Yeah, no more mm. hugging. That just... I wasn't having it. But yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this now. This, to me, is way better than what mm. we were seeing before. So so Team Sasha, they call out the other women that are going to be involved in the Survivor Series match. Team Raw shows up. And Charlotte challenges Sasha to a match for old time's sake. Then Team NXT mm. shows up. And Rhea, Rhea Ripley, um, who's the captain of Team NXT... She's like, well, no, like, you guys have wrestled a lot, and we're the future, so I should kind of be in that match. Mm. And then we have a triple threat between Sasha, Charlotte, and Rhea. Mm. And this was a fun triple threat match. Um, early in the match, Charlotte threw Sasha into Nikki Cross, continuing the animosity that was on Team SmackDown, especially mm. between Sasha and Nikki, which, yeah, great. You, your team is supposed to lead the brand, and you fight with each other, because we've <laughs> never seen that story before. Yeah. But, I mean, at least it was continuity of, like... Because I felt like before, when they all showed up, like, was it last week or the week before? Mm-hmm. Like, then it was just like, oh, yeah, we're all a team. We're all together. Like, I... And it, it, did you notice it was, was only SmackDown Nick, that Nikki. had the problem in both? The women had this, and the men had it with Corbin and Roman? <laughs> yeah. But it, this, it wasn't as bad on SmackDown. Oh, I mean, on, on, the, women, on the women. Oh, the, on the oh, women. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, with the women. So, overall, what did you guys think of the Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Sasha Banks I, I really, situation? I really enjoyed the triple threat match. I mm. loved the finish. Yeah. Um, when Charlotte locked in the figure eight, and she had it locked in on Sasha. Sasha's pretty much getting rid of the tap. Rhea then hops on top yeah, of Charlotte the was great. To, mm. to pin her, because mm. Charlotte's legs are tied up 
and yeah. Sasha can't get out. It was reminiscent. Well, it was like a crucifix pin, though. Yeah, like so. It was, she was like under her. Yeah, which made it even harder for her. to It get was out. very reminiscent of when uh, Curtis Axel won the Intercontinental Title because he pinned Miz while Miz had the figure four yeah. lock um, mm-hmm. locked on. Who was it? Barrett, I think it was. Maybe back then. Uh, so it was it was a nice surprise, a unique type of pin, and a big win for for Rhea, and and then once the once the match ended, they all Raw and SmackDown started brawling, and NXT was on top of the ramp just laughing. Mm. So here's the thing: I like Rhea and Charlotte, especially together. Also Sasha, but. I felt like there were some messy moments tonight between Charlotte and Rhea for some reason. Like, moments missed. Does that make sense? Did you see that, or is it just me? I didn't necessarily notice something. I mean... Really? It, it, there were so many moments, I felt like they were just off on communication. I mean, they could have been. I don't know if this, this is probably the first time they've ever been in the ring yeah. together. So, and, and, and it's rare for Charlotte to wrestle someone... Her size is not bigger than her. Yeah. Who did Ray recently wrestle from the roster, main roster? Becky. Becky. Becky she wrestled Becky on NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. But um, no, for some reason, this I felt like there were some messy moments, and there was like a lack of communication. But the, things like the finish really pulled it together for me, and it was also nice to see just like somebody like Rhea in the ring with the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and she. She clearly belongs up there if she ever were to go up there. There's no up anymore. But that, that's the thing. <laughs> when I say up, I mean like up later in the week. Yeah. But so, obviously like, Wednesday's its own brand now, yeah. the way the way they display themselves. Because so. I feel like down next year, the, the, the draft is... It's just going to be everybody. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be all three brands. Oh, yeah. yikes. So, okay, I'm carefully looking at the chat roll. Because um, <laughs> I don't want any spoilers from things I haven't seen yet. But Joseph Boza said, I can see Vince wanting Rhea on the main roster within one to three years. Do you guys think... Oh, yeah. It will happen. I, I mean, I think one, that's, two, or three. Well, Which one? Well, well the, she's there next draft. Well, the, mm-hmm. well, in the talk, but. what Tom's saying really is that NXT is the main roster now. At this point, there's mm-hmm. no, there's no lower roster. They're all three are main rosters. But I think it's. But I think. I mean, I, I get what it right. is. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. That is right. But the name Raw and the name SmackDown, of course, is you know, of course, different than NXT. Yeah, I mean, luckily now they're all on network, but there is still a hierarchy within the yeah. business. Mm-hmm. And and the other key thing in all this, which Zeno Hour just uh, mentioned in the chat as well, Rhea Ripley's twenty three years old. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. She's got quite a future ahead of her. Yeah. So it's fine if she se- spends yeah. three more years down at NXT. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, I saw a bunch of people posting. I think it was today, like her, the picture of when she first. Debuted in the May Young Classic. Yep. To like now, and someone was like, "I can't believe this is the same person." Oh, <laughs> like she's completely she has, like, transformed. Long hair, like yeah, like it's she. She yeah. She she lost weight, but then it all just got toned in mm-hmm. in, in muscle, and yeah, she. All I mean, of she's a sudden, the next generation star. She is a badass. Yeah, no question about yeah, it. Like, there's no out of out of the crop the people that are at NXT. Like, she is. A future Raw champion, SmackDown yeah. champion. I wonder what that's like. NXT champion. When you're that young and you've already attained such a major career milestone at 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Well, clearly she was even younger when she signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was even. Younger. I think she I mean, was 18 when she signed. When she was in the Mayon Classic. No, that, 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 no, that would have been five years ago. 
It wasn't five years ago. No, oh, she was like 20. 20, okay. 20 21, something like Sorry. that. Even <laughs> so, like, that's unbelievable well, that, when well, you that's, think about well, that's, it. Well, that's still with, um, like, Tyler Bate. Yeah. Because he was, yeah. I think, 19 when he okay. won the UK championship. Yeah. Which is just utterly insane. Mm. Um, Baron Corbin is backstage with Rude and Ziggler. Thankfully, no more Big Dog. The, the, the dog yeah, from the previous oh, week. I, it'll be back. Don't worry. Oh, you, thank you. Thank you. I was really worried about it. Uh, so Corbin's talking about how they don't understand how a leader should be. If Raw and NXT show up, we are going to escape and let them beat up Roman. Then we'll go in and beat up Roman, too. <laughs> I think they should have left the dog at the door. Yeah, that would have been. You know? Yeah, because when he starts barking, yeah, then, you know, they showed up. Uh, Sami Zayn shows up with him. And Baron Corbin calls him annoying, and Sami Zayn started stepping up to Corbin, mm-hmm. which may, I mean, I'm not against it, but it made no sense in anything that's going on. Yeah. And then his music hits, so then he just leaves mm-hmm. and goes to the ring with Nakamura. Um, and Nakamura wasn't even, was he with him at Not, not at that time, no. Which I thought was even more interesting of like, I thought that Corbin was going to try to go, like, come back at Sami Zayn, and then Nakamura was going to kind of step in. Yeah. But they didn't even do that. No. It was just like, oh, all right, my music's playing. See ya. <laughs> or come to the ring and fight me if you want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then before they get to the ring, we have a quick promo with Bailey. Um, she reminds us she's the only woman to hold all of the titles um, that that exist. And, <laughs> that and exist. That, yeah. It's true. <laughs> that, uh, it's just that, funny the way we have to say it because it's true. <laughs> yeah. And Shayna is too impulsive for her own good. If Shayna's done hiding in the shadows, I'm here and I'm ready. Um, so she's essentially calling out Shayna Baszler for later in the night. Now we have Sami Zayn and Nakamura in the ring. And Sami's trying to decide on a word to truly describe Nakamura. It's not artist. It's not, you know, legend. Mm-hmm. It's not champion. It's stud. <laughs> stud and he made sure that he said it over and over again on how studly Nakamura is <laughs> that is the exact sound of the Chicago crowd mm. during that part of the promo but then he woke the, the crowd up because he had a gift for Nakamura <laughs> and this gift will be the subject of this week's Christian's Closet oh. <laughs> because nice. We're, we got ourselves a brand new Intercontinental Championship. We got it up on, on, on the screen here for us in the studio to take a look at. The new title, um, the black, more sleek design um, with the Intercontinental, a whole different type of font than the previous with a smaller globe in the middle. My thought as far as with this title, I actually... Really, really, really like this title. I think it's really sharp. It's really modern looking. It's great for Fox. And it would be great if that was the Universal Championship. (laughs) If that was the heavyweight, the main Mm. title, that would be fantastic. Mm. The Intercontinental title should never be replaced. Yeah. This is one of those things where... (sighs) Being a fan of WWE for so long... Uh That... If it's not broke, don't fix it. What are you doing? How like, many, what, how many people point? How many people say their favorite title is the Intercontinental title? Almost, I say about 80% of the people probably. Right. So let's get rid of it. <laughs> like, why? But also, this is the thing that I don't understand with them. Why they would do this. You're going to just do this on a random 
SmackDown before a major pay-per-view that the match that the title was not even being defended at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, because it wasn't going to be defended. Well, so then like, it doesn't actually matter if if they did it on this SmackDown. If it's not being defended, it's not going to be seen. I mean, right. right. So, so, so the point. Dumb, yeah, the like point why? is like it. It's right, a big should deal. Be yeah, up to it should it be. Yeah. Such a big deal. Like, now everything's a big deal because it's on Fox, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it in, doesn't matter what night it is. But see, but I don't. I, but I don't like that because it's it's the tradition and the honor of like people love that Intercontinental Title. It looks different. It feels different. It looks different than any other title that they have. And now this title now, looks just like it looks different. I'm not saying no. It yeah, Devin looks different than everything. But else. also, I can't. I don't even know what that belt is anymore. That's the problem. I don't know if I look at it. If I did not watch wrestling for the last couple years and I tune in starting next week and saw that and, belt. and Nakamura comes out with that belt, I'd be like, "What belt does he have?" Yeah, because everyone, everyone, <laughs> you know? everyone knew the Intercontinental Title because. The last few years, because it had the white strap, uh-huh. but for many, many, many years, it's because it had the giant blue globe yeah. in the middle of it, and this one doesn't have that anymore. Mm. I mean, it's got a tiny one, but it's not even blue anymore, so I'll, you only know it's intercontinental if you look closely and mm. see the font is intercontinental. Again, I think the title looks awesome, and I'm fine with that being a title, just not as the intercontinental title. Yeah. I just think it's also like money hungry. Like, oh, of course. Oh, let's now get everyone's gonna buy that because now we gotta have people buy this. Like, I really hope the sales for this are Holiday really sales. crappy. Holiday, really crappy sales. I hope they get for this. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> because I think it'll prove that people don't want it. Like, you know, like it's like it's like when you. I don't know. I'm trying to think how you could compare it, but it's like you know, a TV show or something that's like just classic that you like. Like, what if? <laughs> like Rudolph the Render's Reindeer. Next thing you know, he comes out looking completely different. You're like... With a different nose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a blue not, nose. Yes, with a blue nose, not a red nose. You no. just say he's extra cold. <laughs> it's turning blue. You know what I mean? Well, if I watched Rudolph, I'd be like, what the hell's wrong with his nose? It's a red nose. Like, I don't know. It's dumb. I think it's a, <laughs> it's a ploy for them to get people to buy stuff and... It's. I don't like it. That's actually very genius in a way, if it is because of that. Because here you have this new title, new look. New holidays vibe. coming up. Yeah, yeah mm. holidays are coming up. A lot of people are huge fans. Oh, I want the title. I want the title. So now, and and this is the only mm. one I don't have now. The new edition. Yeah. I don't know. They're gonna yeah. want to buy it. If there was ever, a, if I would ever spend money on a title, it would be the. It would not be this one. It would be. That old Intercontinental title. Well, like, titles so. aside, I just bought my nephew for his birthday AJ Styles action figure. Just nice. wanted to put that up there. <laughs> He's like, he has, told me. Has he gotten it yet? Oh, yeah, or he did he just, just spoil the present? No, he called me this morning. <laughs> they woke me up super early because they're on the East Coast to say thank you. Uh, but I spoke to him last week, and he told me on the phone that he really wanted an AJ Styles action figure. It's the only one he doesn't have or something out of the ones he loves. So I was like, all right. And he didn't know I was getting it for him, but he was really happy. But in your mind, you're like, no, you should get another Kevin Owens figure. I don't even know if he knows who Kevin Owens is because his dad doesn't let him really watch like today's WWE. They watch more like older stuff. How does he know AJ? Or not, not like, um, not, I don't want to say not always today's WWE, but he's like a little nervous about if like women are or whatever. He thinks not just it's, women, he but thinks if it's, it's like old school WWE. No, well, not even or? old school actually. Some of this, because some of the stuff from old school are really like crazy too, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't want his son to see like 
the things that involve like a little bit of the, yeah, the on the edge, yeah. like gotcha. women showing too much type of or saying mm. people saying too much. So he needs to start. He, it needs like, to be like filtered. Yeah. So he, I think he's only showing him certain things. Like oh. 2008. Oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Started, right? Well yeah. Well same <laughs> same as how how my nephew apparently his favorite wrestlers are John Cena and yeah. Kane. So he yeah. likes mm. John Cena. He knows the Undertaker. Yeah. AJ mm. Styles is now one of his favorites. Mm. But yeah, he doesn't see everything, so he gotcha. doesn't know all of it. But he wanted and, that. Well, and then to get back to the title, yes. do we think we're getting a new U.S. title now? Are we getting new tag team titles? Um, tag titles, no. Tag titles, I don't think we're getting new ones because those ones still aren't that old yet. I guess, yeah. Um, U- U.S. title, I mean, unless they want to do something with AJ, like making giving him his own type of mm. custom title, almost not like one like. This one is now just replacing, mm-hmm. but like how Daniel Bryan had his custom one, like yeah, maybe yeah. AJ would have a phenomenal title. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You know, they might do that. I, just they, I mean, that titles look the same for a long, that longer. I mean, for a long time. Yeah, that title so the same for a long time too. Being like, hey, let's change this up. Too. Yeah. Because you know we well, want that money. <laughs> maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll tune in to to Raw, Raw. and, and yeah. they might just do it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, now, in the midst of this title. Coronation, I don't know. Uh, they're interrupted by the Undisputed Era, and Sammy and Nakamura leave the ring for them. So my here's my concept. So if we're if we're ready, we're opening the gates for NXT to show up because we're gonna fight them. Mm-hmm. Here come members of NXT. No, here's the ring. Go right ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can have it. Here's a microphone. Do you want this? You know, you can talk. It's on. I'll make sure they keep it on. Well, they're. I yeah. I was gonna say, well, they're heels, so they're gonna cower away anyway. That's the only re- you know what nah. I mean. But also, why, there wasn't really a confront- Nakamura was nothing about but- to wrestle Roderick, so yeah. why didn't they get into uh, each other's faces? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wish there was something between them. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't get all the answers. No, so so they they cower away. New Day comes out, challenges them to a match, and they bring out Heavy Machinery to help them, which leads to an eight man tag team match. Which were you disappointed that it was Heavy Machinery as their tag team partners? Who are you who were you thinking it was going to be? I thought it was going to be their revival. <laughs> no, it, no, I knew it was going to be uh, like good guys. See, like that, but see, this is where you're like you're all on the same brand and you're all supposed to be SmackDown. You could put your differences aside for one night, like you're supposed to, and team with the revival. Because that would have been a hell of a tag team match. Not that this match wasn't good. I actually, I actually really I, enjoyed this eight man tag match. I did. Otis did great in this match. And so did Tucker. And yeah, and, and the crowd, a Chicago crowd, mm. loved everything Otis was doing. Yeah. Which is surprising. Didn't mm. they also have a lot of CM Punk moments, though? They did. They had a few but, of those yeah. uh, later on. I don't think they, I don't think they I had heard that. them throughout. I don't, I don't know if it I don't was think they had during, any during this, this match, match but, sure. but yeah, but yeah, of course. Well, now that CM Punk is part of WWE, even though he's on Fox, it's still WWE related. Mm. Now they're going to start chanting his name even more. Yeah, especially and in a, Chicago. And anytime Seth Rollins comes to the ring, yes, because he wants to fight him now. Yes. <laughs> so. So again, yeah, really fun eight man tag match. I mean, yeah, Tucker hits a friggin' moonsault, which I don't know if I ever seen Tucker hit a moonsault, and it was awesome looking. Yeah, <laughs> I was that that shocked me. I think most in this whole match. Yeah, um, eventually super kick and a run on on Tucker by Adam Cole, as well as a running knee by Strong. They pin Tucker. They get the win. Strong gets the pinfall to help give him some um, 
some motivation. Momentum. momentum. That's the word. Um, <laughs> motivation. He doesn't need motivation. What am I talking about? Um, after the match, strong charge for Nakamura. Ada shows up. They brawl a little bit. Sammy gets a chair and attacks them. We come back from commercial, though. AJ's still on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And he's on a microphone now with Gallows and Anderson. That's when the crowd really started chanting CM Punk because they're just like, we don't care about this promo. And mm-hmm. especially. Which is weird because it's an AJ Styles. It is AJ promo. Styles. I did find it weird that they're just saying, we're the mother loving OC. It's mm-hmm. just like, we know what you're meaning to say. You don't have to really emphasize that. No, mothers love them. That's the whole point. Oh, is of that it? it? Oh, I misunderstood. I really do think that's the point, though. I hope you're right. I I think it is. I really think it is. I think it's ridiculous. (laughs) I don't know why, but I think think part of it is to be over the top. I don't know. That's what I was always taking it as. I mean... And Carl Anderson's always talk about his, like, I have his a hot, hot Asian, Asian wife. wife. You know what I mean? And, like, we know AJ's married. And I don't, Gallows, I don't think, is. But Doesn't this make you sad, though, that this is what AJ's <laughs> wrestling has come to right now? Like, these promos? I don't know. I just didn't like it. I mean, yeah, I felt I felt the promo wasn't necessary. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it's fine for him to come out and do that brawl. Mm-hmm. But then, because then, and once his little promo thing ended... He's, he was just talking about how he'll mop mop the floor with, with um, um. He said he'll mop the floor with CM Punk because of the chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just like I'll mop the floor with Roderick Strong and Nakamura mm-hmm. this Sunday. And then Daniel Bryan's music hits and he comes down to the ring mm-hmm. and that ends the whole thing. So. Yeah. Wasn't Sami Zayn also in like the back corner during this, like in the, when the brawl was happening? Too? In the brawl, because yeah, yeah. he's the one who got the chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it doesn't seem like Sami Zayn is the best. Like tag team or any sort of partner to like have, manager. yeah, manager, <laughs> anything because he is absent. He's an absentee. But like, he's, I don't think he's supposed to be like no, physical because I think he's hurt. I okay. think that's the whole point. The whole point is that is that he doesn't wrestle because he's hurt, but he can still pick up a chair and hit someone from behind. I mean, it looks <laughs> like he's just cowarding away. Oh, he, for dead, sure, regardless of, of injury. <laughs> yeah. So that's my point. Um, and I did want to bring up something that I forgot to mention before, but mm-hmm. during his promo with Nakamura, when he couldn't remember Roderick's name, yes. Uh, don't you think maybe that whole promo he was maybe he just forgot what he was supposed to say because. That happened, and it could have been scripted, but then there was that other moment that you did mention where he called him a stud. But, like, I don't know. So maybe to me, like, that wasn't the writing. Maybe he just couldn't think of what he had to say. I Could, could I this think, be? I think it was all. I think all of it was the mm. writing. I yeah. think, you think so? Because I, uh. I don't think Sami Zayn would have been like, hey, you know what a great word is to describe Nakamura? Stud. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What if he just time, didn't know mm. what to say and just randomness came out? And, and uh, I don't know. And uh, also the whole Roderick thing, that was weird. I mean, I think he played it off well, like... Obviously, oh, no, I, I can't thought, even remember his name. Like, who is he? I thought that went but, well because it got laughs from the crowd when actually Nakamura spoke. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, but then even Nakamura's response made me feel like either they he didn't know what he was saying, Sami Zayn, or he did a really great job at that promo and made me believe that. Yeah, I, I think he did a really good job. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Tom on that one. You know, it's I'm going to bring up a really quick story. It's sure. funny because I'm like a Mark in a way. I see everything as a fan perspective. If, no, if hold on, we're no, all we're you, all marks. No, we're all marks. If we work in wrestling, if you work in wrestling, you're a Mark. Okay, <laughs> let me just say something really quick. Pretty much, I feel as though. 
when I see wrestling, I act like a newbie, obviously. Well, I am newer, but I look at it, like, from that super fan perspective, like, it's, like, that's real. Like, whatever just happened, <laughs> sure. like, these really hurt. And um, when we did the Impact New York tapings, there was a match that um, Rich Swan was in and Willie Mack. Um, it was a, I think it might have been, like, a, a triple... It was it was a tag team match, but I think there was multiple people involved, and so um, Willie Mack got injured, and it was part of story. But I swear I thought it was real, and I was, all my family was there, and I was telling everybody, "See, that's like that's real. They are not joking. Like he's really hurt." And I text, I forgot to ask him after the show, and I remember I texted him later, and I was like, like a day or two later, I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm great. I'm good." And I was like, "Oh my god, I thought you were really hurt." Well, that 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 leads me to um, now a, a quick funny story that 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 reminds me of. So back back in my my days refing, so I remember there was there was a match I was um, refing at this company in Anaheim um, that um, Eli Drake was was involved in, and the the guys are are pretty much close to running over in their time. I'm getting yelled at in my headset in my in my earpiece while refing, like tell them to go home, tell them to go home, and I'm trying to tell them. And no one's going home. So, like, I'm literally, like, telling them, like, the first pinfall I see, I'm counting the three. Because they're yelling at me because mm. they're they're just going. So, so Eli, Eli gets the message, and he gets his opponent, and he's going to do some, some type of, like, tombstone pile driver type thing on him. But he does it so quickly that it looks so devastating, and the guy is just out. And I immediately count. The second I hit three... Two other refs just start sprinting to the ring because everyone in the back watching thought that this guy just got killed. From it. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just like, so we're all checking him. We're, we're helping him to the back. He's not responding to us. So we're just like, oh, oh God, like, he, he got hurt. The second we got to the back in the locker room, he's like, man, that was really good, wasn't it? I'm like, dude, <laughs> don't work. Don't work the workers that like that. We Jesus. honestly thought you were hurt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like, and I'm, I'm like, now go get yelled at by the promoter because you guys ran over, uh. and I was trying to tell you not to. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like a total believer in everything, but I feel like you guys are very well aware. Like, I'll be watching a show with you, and I'll point something out, and be like, "Oh my god, he really hurt himself. Did you see how he fell on his neck?" And you're like, "No, he's good." Yeah, I'm like, nah, he's fine. <laughs> I'm like, no, but did you see that? And you're like, yeah, yeah. So I still believe in Santa Claus, you guys. There you go. Well, why wouldn't you? He's real. I know. Just kidding. I mean, sometimes I wish I watched like that. Oh, you know of course. I mean? like, sometimes I feel like you watch and you're like, I feel like you just watch a match and you go, okay, well, I'm just going to wait, for, you know, well, yeah, cause like this happens or that happens. Well, because on occasion when there's a match where, like, you immediately go in thinking, like, I was telling you about one that I saw recently before we came in here. Mm. I don't want to necessarily talk about it on yeah. the show. Uh, um, how it was just like one of those, like, oh, well, I'm just assuming this is going to happen. But then as the match went on, it was just like, oh, wait, this guy might win. No, oh, wait, yeah. this guy might win. No, oh, wait, well, this guy might win. And, like, so I was literally just so into it because... Mm. Okay, they had me fooled. I have no idea who's going to win this match. Yeah. Well, I think I think NXT this past week was that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you tuned in because you were like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't feel like we had that for Raw, for SmackDown, I mean, this week. Like, we knew, like, hey, everyone's going to be there. But NXT felt very special of, like, who's going to show up and what's going to happen. 
Like, if that was the take-home show, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think people would have been like, I cannot wait for Survivor Series. This is going to be the best Survivor Series ever. <laughs> I mean, the, the end of this show is good, too, but I think it was... Uh, NXT was way more exciting mm-hmm. than this. Yeah, and, and actually, we're, I'm, I'm like looking at the time like, oh, we still got a lot to get to. <laughs> we, we've been having too much fun. Um, Dan O'Brien, um, he's, you know, come out, start doing a promo, calls out Bray. Lights come out. We're expecting Bray to show up, but the lights come back on. No Bray. Instead, out comes Miz. And Miz talking about how last week I was professional, I had to bite my tongue. But you're weak and vulnerable, and I can't wait for Bray to beat you. Miz and slap Brian. And right after the slap is when we this had a. That is, yeah. was the most awkward commercial break. Yeah. It was this one and the one at the beginning with the girl, with the women. Yeah. Where like Rhea Ripley like just said something. And it was like, what what's going on? Like, why are you going to break right now? Yeah. Like, at least smack him and then be like, Miz be like, I want to wrestle you right now. At least get that out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we at least know what's happening. Or, or get a ref to run in and separate the two. Yeah. And then commercial. Because yeah. then it's like, it goes back into, like, in the match already. Yeah, they're in the middle of the match of Miz yeah. versus Dan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Which I love that they still hate each other. Yeah, they still and they hate, still fight even, each other. Even though they're both baby faces now, <laughs> they still both hate each other. Yes. Which is very intriguing. Mm. And this is, you know, these two have good matches together. They, they do. They really do. And uh, there's a point Dan O'Brien's in control, and it looks like he's finally going to go back to the yes chant. And as soon as he does it, lights go out. And where Miz was lying in the corner, lights come back up, and it's Bray as the fiend. And um, Dan O'Brien runs at him, mandible claw, leaves him laying, gone. What happened to the Miz? That's what I was concerned about. <laughs> I guess the fiend ate him. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Shannon Baszler, she calls out Bailey. Uh, she's in the ring. She's like, here I am. I'm not hitting you from behind. Let's go. And then Bailey attacks her from behind. Hey, How was that? You got to play dirty, right? Yeah. I mean, every time she's attacked her from behind. Yeah. So, I mean. Why not? Turnabout's fair play, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really the extent of that segment. There yeah. wasn't really a lot in that one. No. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, look at this yeah. time. <laughs> uh, Six-man tag. Roman Reigns, Shorty G, and Mustafa Ali versus Robert Rube, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, Corbin. We haven't talked about this since I have, like, you might have talked about it together, but the Shorty G thing. Oh, we I hate it. How much you I love it? I haven't been here. How much yeah. you love it, right? So I just wanted to <laughs> state my piece real quick. Go right Not ahead. Not loving it at all. Think it's terrible decision and poor Chad Gable. <laughs> That they turned the short joke into his new name, Shorty G. The the rumor now, I don't know how factual it is, but like he's the one who suggested should suggested it. I highly doubt. I that. doubt Why that. Why would as he well. ever do yeah. that to himself? I doubt that. Mm. Why yeah. would you want that? No. And you still look like a male cheerleader for the Seattle Seahawks in that gear. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Chad. Um, but but Shorty G does get slammed into the announce table really hard in this match. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the finish of the match. So Ali is really hyped up because in Chicago, his hometown, he's got the Chicago flag. Crowd's going nuts for him. He's the one with the hot tag. He's going nuts. He's on the ropes. Ziggler pushes him off the top rope into a deep six. And Corbin pins Ali without his finishing move. That's But he's pinned people with that move before. Yeah, but... I think I he should have pushed, pushed him in the end of the days, though. Yes, because I think it, I think Ali jumping off the top rope and Corbin, Corbin grabbing, catching, him. catching him and then hitting it would have looked awesome. Yeah, so so Corbin pins him, gets to win, 
After the match ends, though, is when everything really starts going nuts. Seth Rollins' music hits, and the Raw roster comes in from the crowd. Like the shield. <laughs> Just like the shield. And then when Rollins hops in the ring, CM Punk chants. Mm. Um, and then Punk came out now. No. Yeah. Wait, what? What show are you watching? Um, then, then the raw, so then the Raw roster gangs up on just a few SmackDown people that are still out there. Mm. They're being them all. Finally, SmackDown roster shows up to even the score. And then D-Generation X shows up. <laughs> they found... They found a little a jeep, which they wanted to pretend like it was a tank like the old days, uh, even though the gate was already open for yep, them. Yep. So driven in by Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Road Dog. Yep. Who, they, time that traveled, beard, they finally time-traveled in 2019 with that, to get inside the building. With that beard, Road Dog, how, like, he looks like he's 80 yeah. with that beard. Uh. <laughs> but then led with the NXT Army and... Everyone around is brawling at SmackDown. SmackDown pretty much goes off the air around the time where we have a big stare down with Keith Lee and Braun Strowman in the ring. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, we've said chaotic finishes, but when you have three rosters mm-hmm. all brawling around the ring as a show, you can't get much more chaotic than that. Yeah. And especially when you have at least 30 people from each roster almost. Yeah. 20 to 30, you know. Yeah. Like it's like, you had at least 50 people out there. Yeah. Like if it adds up quickly. Yeah. And then um, I'm not sure if anybody, you know, watching has watched the extra footage that they released with Ali and Leo Rush doing yes. the Spanish fly, like off the top rope mm-hmm. into everybody, which was insane. Yeah. And I saw, I think someone in the chat room were earlier where they were like, that's probably the, when the show was supposed to go off the air, which I agree. Like oh, it that wasn't was, supposed that to be sense. that stare down. That would make know? sense. Which that where that's where I feel like it really hurts SmackDown, which it always did on USA too, which made no sense. Like Raw can run over, NXT can run over, but SmackDown can't run over. But now, now neither of them can. No, none, none of them can but, anymore. Well, NXT has been. Has NXT been? Yes, they have been. Then they're the one with the exception because so, Raw can't anymore. Yeah, no, but NXT was. Mm. Um, so I think it's. It hurts it because you're like, we just need like 30 seconds more. Is that really going to mess up, you know, right. whatever's coming on after this? Mm-hmm. Even if it's a news story. Unless it's, if it's breaking news, they're going to cut away from SmackDown anyway. You know, it's funny that so. you bring up news stories, though. Yes. Because I feel like there's a segment we really <laughs> haven't truly had all that well in these last few weeks that involves news stories. Yes. What, what could it be? I don't know. Hmm. What could it be? Hmm. Oh, wait, could it be Gabby's <laughs> wrestling rap? Yay, my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I know you guys have missed this so much. All right, so lots of news. It was very hard to pick between all of it, but here are our top stories this week. So, uh, you know him as Hardy, but on WWE, he is known as ACH. So, ACH is no wait, longer... No, no, him as what? Har- Hardy. His he- last name is Hardy. Oh, oh, yo, no, yeah, his name on Christian NXT, Hardy. No, his name on NXT was Jordan Miles. No, I'm saying his real name. Oh, is Hardy. Oh, Heart, last name <laughs> Hardy. Okay, so Christian Hardy Jr. Uh, known as ACH on recently WWE. No, in Indies it was or ACH. Indies, sorry, yeah, Indies. Jordan Miles and NXT. And then Jordan Miles at NXT. My bad. There was a lot of confusion here. <laughs> so ACH He's got is, a lot of names. This guy. A lot of names, like most wrestlers. ACH <laughs> is no longer under contract with WWE. Um, he has announced several indie dates, but let's talk about the behind-the-scenes drama as to why this may be. So we do know 
that um, he had some issue with merchandise that came out. Mm -hmm. So um, it's actually, or I guess like Albert Hardy Jr. and WWE had this like issue in late October following a t-shirt design that was compared to blackface imagery. Okay. WWE pulled the t-shirt and released a statement and said Hardy had approved the design, but the damage was already done. So since then, he had been very vocal on social media, um, and the com- company never really responded publicly. And so then last week, he said he had quit WWE and hated the company and everything they stand for. According to Dave Meltzer, he hasn't been at the Performance Center since this past September. So there's been a lot of drama, but he also tweeted an image of him signing a legal document with the hashtag King is back. And he has made announcements that he will be joining um, heavy metal wrestling and has dates for Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment on December 1st and yeah. Pro Wrestling Revolver on December 27th. So what do you guys think about that whole issue with the merge and maybe like why he was why he is released now? Do you think like this is something that stemmed from that or was prior oh, to yeah. that? No, it, it, it's, it's with that and they have finally released him a few days ago officially. Um, the, the the issue. I mean, it was. Is it, was he right that 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 shirt was offensive? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, now I have you know heard in in the past as well that you know w, like whoever it is in WWE you know who does stuff in the merch, they make sure that the 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 superstar approves of whatever the design is before it is released. Now there was talk of he was saying oh. Well, they never showed it to me. Then they issued a statement. Oh, they did show it to me, but it was on a different color. But this guy did this. It was like, no, but this guy is not the one who does this. It's this one. So, like, his story kept changing. Mm. And he just kept going public about it. And in my opinion, the way it all came out was I was completely with him at the beginning because of the design of the shirt. Mm. But then it just sounded like, oh, I'm going to be using this and I'm just going to want to tirade to get myself released from the company because I don't want to be here. So I'm going to say things that aren't 100% true. Mm. He's blaming Vince, calling Vince out when Vince has nothing to do with the shirt. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and then he's like putting on um, a Periscope or Twitter Live or whatever. Yeah, or Twitter, um, like just obscenity saying F the WWE and all this. Just like you you just don't do that. Even if you have a disagreement on something where you rightfully did on this, whatever the story is, you don't result into that. And even other wrestlers, um, African American wrestlers, like I think Titus um, tweeted him. He's like, I agree with you on the situation. I disagree on how you've been treated. It. Yeah, and, of course. And so, hey, he'll get booked at places. They're gonna use him because it's it's a hot topic right now. So. For First of all, know, they, but, yeah. all these wrestlers get booked after. I mean, we yeah. saw what went down with Rich Swan. Then he was picked up. He's with Impact yep. right now. There are so many wrestlers that go through situations and then come back and are still working at other, you know, indies. And then they'll go back to WWE maybe years later. Mm. I mean, didn't Hulk Hogan have an issue yep. years ago? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they brought him back. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, he's like a legend, right? But still, you know, people mess up. I mean, I, yeah, I think it, it seemed like kind of what you said of like, Either he like really wanted to get out of his contract. Mm-hmm. It was like, how can I find a way to get out of this contract? If I do this, they have they really have no choice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I think it just like gets real muddy and murky. And if you're gonna keep putting out Twitter videos and stuff, like 
they're obviously going to get picked up and retweeted and going, you know, kept going. Mm-hmm. Where like someone that doesn't work for WWE or that is a sponsor that is just going to kind of find this video and you know, it's just yeah, it's just crazy. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Next story: The New Day feel the power is coming to a podcast network soon to you. Um, so the WWE Podcast Network that is working with Endeavor uh, will be launching this new podcast from the New Day. And it was announced on Corey Graves' new podcast, um, which is After the Bell. So that's super exciting. They're going to be covering all types of topics. And it's going to be a weekly thing where they talk about personal stories from in and outside the ring. And all the topics will be concerning sports, video gaming, um, music, and tons more. So I think this is going to be really fun to hear, like, just insider fun stuff on the New Day without it being, like, super wrestling-oriented. Like, it's nice to just see who they are. Yeah. And I know that they do a little bit of that when they're playing video games on their Up, Up, Down, Down Now. But I think it will be less character-driven and more, you know, who are you? And and what do you really love? What do you really do when you're not in WWE or wrestling? Yeah, and that's why I'm such a big fan of Up, Up, Down, Down, because we get to know the people as they really are. Yeah. Um, So... And this is going to be another fun way to do it. Plus, it's going to give Xavier Woods more stuff to do while he's while he's recovering. Yes, um, and that will be premiering December second. Yes. So look out for that. Uh, I, I, and I, I am getting told by our producer we do have to wrap, so we got like one more story. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. What's so our Owen story? We're going to skip over my final one, which was the Moro one, but you guys can check that out. It's really juicy. He wasn't on commentator booth for this latest pay per view, and check out why online. So. The only Owens thing that I have to wrap this up with is we were all maybe reluctant, not reluctant to find out that Kevin Owens might be joining NXT when he appeared on NXT TakeOver War Games as a teammate of Champa. But guess what? Tonight, spoiler alert, he made a <gasps> statement that he is defending Raw and he is Team Raw. So he will not be going anywhere, I think. But I'm happy that Owens came out to support developmental, even though they're not really developmental anymore, but support (laughs) NXT and the roster and make some more wrestling appearances. It's kind of funny, too, because I just recorded um, a really quick, like, Match Monday with Stephen Kaufman about Kevin Owens at NXT. Yeah, his debut match, right? Yeah, Mm. and so you guys will be seeing that tomorrow, but it's just funny that we just filmed that and... He went back to NXT for this. <laughs> there you go. And that's it. All right. So we got to wrap this up. And just so you all know, because of the Thanksgiving weekend, next weekend, next Sunday, After Buzz is not in operation. Because they like to celebrate holidays, too. So we'll be back in two weeks. So, sorry. You're going to just be thankful and spend more time with your family this weekend. Wait for two weeks to hear what we think about Survivor Series. Boom. There <laughs> you go. happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Yes. We love yeah. you so much, mm-hmm. and I hope you enjoy it and have lots of health, happiness, love, and be safe. And, and Gabby, where can people talk to you to wish you a happy Thanksgiving? Sure, you guys can wish me a happy Thanksgiving <laughs> at Gabby Loren TV on both Instagram and Twitter. And keep tuning into Access TV for Women of Wrestling, even though the, we just had the season finale last night or Saturday. Yeah. Um, but you guys tune into it. Um, and Access TV will be also showing Impact episodes coming up every Tuesday. All right, Tom. Uh, find me Twitter, Instagram, Tom.com. Also, check out my Etsy store, Connolly Central. Buy those rings. 
And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Tariff. And right now, the Pro Wrestling Tees have their big 10 Days of Black Friday sale going on right now. You get 20% off my t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Christian Rosenberg. And you literally can save lots of money off so many different things off there. So check it out. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family. We will see you guys in two weeks. Have a good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 